0: Below the Yellow Line Studio. It's the Below the Yellow Line podcast. That is what NASCAR is all about, folks. Chris Buescher versus Martin Truex in the closing laps in a race where Martin Truex was the dominant car. One stage one, one stage two. On Saturday, he announced he'd be coming back in 2024. It was a Monday. He's won twice on Mondays this year. He's been great on Mondays historically in his career. The stage was set for a perfect perfect weekend for Martin Truex. And I don't want to be harsh and say he choked, but he kind of did. Chris Busher with about 12 laps to go, going into turn one, puts the left side of his car, just squeezes Martin Truex down, Truex gets loose, and while he got down all the way to around 22-100, of a second with about three laps to go within a Busher, it just wasn't enough. Sent it into turns three and four on the final lap, wasn't enough. Enough. A lot happened in a race that in total took 10 hours, 28 minutes, and 33 seconds, technically, Um, or more than that, actually. I mean, an insane, insanely long rain delay, like a 19 hour rain delay, race itself just over three hours in time, and a playoff picture that's now been completely flipped upside down gonna try to take you through all of it Chris Buescher though I'm gonna start out with him he gets the win his second of the year second consecutive win the first time the 17 car has won back-to-back races since the first two races of 2009 when Matt Kenseth did it Brad Keselowski said Winning two races, having a multi-one year would truly put this team back on the map if they weren't already after last week's win at Richmond. Chris Buescher did just that. He held off Martin Truex. He was able to hold off Tyler Reddick for all those laps before. And Tyler Reddick, um, his pit crew blew the race. 23-11's pit crews today really just messed it up again. They did it to Bubba Wallace last week, and Bubba ends up 18th in a race where he had a top-five card and would have finished probably at the worst like 12th if not for a bad stop on their final stop of the day that kind of set him back and he finishes 18th um but martin truex is dominant i mean really good in practice um and though christopher bell won the poll truex was fast and qualifying like i said announced saturday he will be back in 2024 um had the best car. I'm not sure how many laps he led, but it was a lot. Stage two, that finish to stage two, A, it was great racing, but B, that was one of the most impressive drives I've ever seen out of any driver ever. Beats out Daniel for that after he came to pit road on lap 104. I think he restarted like 18th or 19th with around 12, 13 laps left in that stage. And I was saying, no way he's going to win the stage. He'll pass Bubba. He'll pass Kozlowski. He'll, do, he'll get to around third or fourth. Somehow, someway, he won the stage. That car was great. It was able to rotate in the center After you dive bomb, if you dive bomb a corner and drive into a corner deep, you're usually sacrificing your middle of the corner speed. Martin Truex wasn't. You know what else he wasn't sacrificing? His exit speed. Out of the corner, that car was unbeatable. It was the best handling race car out there on the track today, no doubt, in my opinion. But late Chris Buescher just knew what to do. He knew to squeeze Martin Truex. He got him loose, and he nearly went around, just like a few of his other competitors did yesterday and today. So, um... Busher did everything right, and Truex only ends up fifteen one 100s back of him. I mean he he tried, he followed him when Busher broke the draft. He he did everything that he possibly could, but it just wasn't his luck. This was a very 2022 Martin Truex race. Be really good, dominate, have a fast car, and then come up short. This wasn't what we've seen out of him in 2023. No goodness, but that 19 car is still very fast. That 19 car should still be considered uh, one of the best in the field. He's still my championship favorite just because of how consistently uh, fast he is. I'm just going to let that guy sit there, and he'll probably fall again. There it goes. Um, But, yeah, Martin Truex is undoubtedly the championship favorite, in my opinion, uh, right now, even though he came up just short today before we talk about denny hamlin and tyler reddick's pit road issues let's talk about all the chaos early on in this race so this is a great race in my opinion it had a little bit of chaos the racing was fantastic throughout the pack especially back in the, the teens and the 20s um but there was a lot of carnage yesterday lap 15 kyle bush got loose under ryan blaney backed it into the fence and wrecked chase elliott blew a left rear tire Backed it into the fence and wrecked. William Byron was ninth. He was going to get a couple stage points at the end of stage one. Got loose and slammed the wall. He's out of the race. Then you had Josh Berry, who's subbing for Noah Gregson after he got suspended. He gets loose in the middle of the pack on a restart. Backs it into the fence hard. That's four. Okay, that's four. And then you have Christopher Bell, who had one of, if not the best cars there on Saturday. Would have been in contention to win this race if not for this spin. Spins out gets loose goes for a ride hits the wall really hard had a lot of damage and we're thinking okay he's out Christopher Bell in this race finished 13th and was actually running some of the fastest lap times on the track late in this race don't ask me how I don't know that car was a rocket ship and this has to be a missed opportunity that Christopher Bell's going to be thinking about Chase Elliott was running seventh when he wrecked. He had a chance to gain some points. Alex Bowman also wrecked when he had gotten stage points, and he was in the top 15, looking to gain on the playoff cut line. Uh, Austin Sindrick came up. He didn't know if they were three wide. Sendrick, that is, squeezes Michael McDowell into Todd Gilland. Gilland then blows a tire, and then Chase Briscoe, trying to avoid Bowman, who's trying to avoid Gilland, gets into left rear Bowman, sends him into Gilland, and they're days are both essentially over bowman was able to continue uh but he ends up 33rd so a lot of guys uh bowman and elliott they're now in must wins for the playoffs most likely um you have william byron who is still kind of in contention for the regular season championship that's over josh barry loses valuable track time that he'll need a next-gen race car and kyle bush trying to gain every spot that he possibly can um you know, to, to, to get playoff points in the regular season, he loses out on that opportunity. And they all lose out on the opportunity to win the race. I mean, uh, Barry wasn't going to win it, but all the rest of those cars had good speed. They would have had a chance to win this race. So, uh, really disappointing for all of them. Tyler Reddick ends up in 30th. So, let me set the stage for you late. So, Martin Truex had chosen an interesting strategy. He had chose to pit after stage two. Tyler Reddick, Chris Buescher, they stay out. All of them, the similarity is that all of them only have to make one more pit stop. The difference, Redick and, and Busher didn't have to kind of come through the pack like Truex did. Now, he, I believe, restarted 7th or 8th, didn't have to come through the whole pack, but uh, he did have to come through it a little bit. So they're out front. They're drafting with each other. So Truex had gotten around Blaney for third. They're drafting. It's like a 70s plate race. It's kind of what I would describe kind of the racing in this race, like a 70s uh, Daytona 500, or race at Talladega. So they're drafting. They're pulling away from Truex. Redick uh, enters pit road second, and he wasn't really racing Busher, but that was still big that Busher was in front of him. However, they get off pit road first. The one issue, though... Their right rear tire wasn't attached all the way. And the NBC broadcast did a great job of describing it. You can't put the lug nut on when the car is not jacked. Uh, The right rear tire changer thought he had an issue, and he did, but then he thought it was fine. So the jack man didn't jack up the car. Well, the lug wasn't on the car. When Tyler Reddick came back to pit road, the lug nut wasn't on the race car. The wheel was loose and they go from possibly winning or at their worst, likely a top five, maybe top 10 if things go really south and they completely lose the balance of the race car to finishing 30th. Not only hemorrhaging away points, but a possible win, a playoff point. And just, you know, trying to get extra playoff points by being in the top 10 in the regular season, that's likely gone for them. They can't finish a race. And Bubba Wallace, as well, led a bunch of laps in this race, looked really fast, had a top five car, a bad pit stop under caution at the end of stage two, and uh, just a mediocre stop uh, on their last green flag stop kind of cost him, and he ends up 18th. 23 to 11 cannot finish out races. They can't stop making mistakes. And it's not usually the drivers, sometimes it is, but a lot of the times it's these pit crews. That cost him. Bubba's pick crew cost him today, but not in as big of a way as Tyler Reddick's crew. And he and Billy Scott, very angry at the crew over the radio, as they should be. I mean, they, he said, on it, but I believe it was Reddick who said, unacceptable over the radio. It is. If you make these mistakes in the playoffs, they're going to be out. Tyler Reddick hasn't won since Circuit of the Americas, guys. And I think Indy is definitely a spot where you got to look out for him, as is Watkins. Glen. you got to look out for him everywhere. you got to look out for Bubba Wallace everywhere now with how fast he's been. They just can't finish races. Bubba Wallace could have eight or nine top tens. Reddick could have three or four wins on the season. Bubba could probably have a win or two now as well, but just so many mistakes, late race mistakes. If these mistakes happen in stage one, maybe stage two, you can bounce back. But that's not always the case, and it wasn't the case uh, today. Just a really, a really good race, but a race that Tyler Reddick um, will look back on as a big missed opportunity. Denny Hamlin as well. He ends up third. It's okay. But man, they were coming. That 11 car was so insanely fast. Not quite to the level of Truex, but really the only guy that could semi-match him. And they stall out on pit road late. And when they had a chance to get right with the 19 car, they didn't. He ends up third. Banner day for RFK is a banner day, Brad Keselowski in fourth, Kyle Larson fifth, the only Hendrick car that didn't crash out of this race, bad race for Hendrick, but at least Larson gets to top five to soften the blow, and all their cars were fast, they were all in the top 15 when they had their issues, but Larson the only one that finishes the race, I've been ragging on track house racing the last few weeks, and rightfully so, but today a good day for them, Daniel Suarez gained some points, he ends up sixth, Ross Chastain seventh, Kevin Harvick in eighth, not your typical Kevin Harvick day at Michigan. Terrible yesterday on Sunday, but today comes through with a top 10 run. Ryan Blaney ninth, Eric Jones tenth. He was third when we got this thing restarted. It was Bubba and Truex and Jones, and Bubba made a great three-wide move on the first lap. We were back under green under Jones and Truex to go get that, which, you know, he was probably antsy. We'd, We'd gone back under caution after getting the one to go so many times, but Jones looked really good. Ty Gibbs in 11th is now above the playoff cut line uh, going into Indy. A rookie could make the NASCAR playoffs. Austin Sindrick 12th, Chris Trabell 13th, Joey Logano 14th. How about Corey LaJoy 15th? Spun in practice ends up top 15. Another good run to add to the book of good runs Spire has had this year. Eric Amarola, 16th, Harrison Burton, 17th, Bubba in 18th, Austin Dillon, 19th, Ty Dillon in 20th, Ricky Stenhouse, 21st, Ryan Priest, 22nd, he also blew a tire today, I believe he was the last, no he wasn't, Bowman wrecked after him, but he was, I believe, the second to last natural caution, non-stage caution of this race, Um, another issue taking another contender out. Justin Haley, 23rd, Michael McDowell, 24th, two weeks in a row, today though he just didn't have any speed. Last weekend at Richmond, it was is uh, an interesting strategy. Today, though, that 34 had no speed, and it cost him, and now he's on the outside looking in of the playoff picture going to the road courses. Cole Custer, 25th. A.J. Allmendinger had a pit issue and loses some more valuable points. He's not in a must-win yet, but these next two races are huge for A.J. Allmendinger. J.J. Yaley, 27th. Austin Hill, 28th. I don't know what Austin Hill was doing, but he, he was kind of holding up. Truex and Busher there. Um, especially busher todd gillen 29th he had a pit issue uh was running in the top 20 and then that pit issue with eight to go unfortunately took out him reddick in 30th oh chase briscoe as well had some toe link damage in 31st till he ends up 31st so that's another contender seven or eight really good race cars today or maybe not really good race cars but um you know certainly cars capable of better runs than where they finished um all the big issues all with calamity Josh Balicki, 32nd, Alex Bowman, 33rd, Josh Berry, 34th, William Byron, 35th, Chase Elliott, 36th, Kyle Busch in 37th. Can we look at the live standings? No, we cannot. Um, let me make sure uh, that ESPN doesn't have the standings updated yet. So second win of the year for Chris Busher. Buescher, X had a chance to tie uh, William Byron and make it number four. He couldn't quite do so. Oh, they do already. Wow, okay. So, Busher now jumps up to 6th in the playoffs, and he's ahead of Bell, Chastain, Blaney, Logano, Redick. Who would have thunk it? That's crazy. Martin Truex now has a 60-point advantage for the regular season championship. I think he has that basically locked up. Bubba Wallace actually does lose points. He's now only plus 47 to the cut line. I hope these are right. ESPN did me wrong after New Hampshire, so I hope these are right. Bubba's plus 47. McDowell, is, this says he's plus 5. And Gibbs is the first man out. Minus five. I don't know if this is this correct. Take it with a grain of salt. We'll talk the playoffs on the podcast later. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Suarez, this says he's 16 out. Says Almondinger is 24 out. Uh, Bowman and Elliott, Cendric, Haley... Amarola, Priest, Gillen, LaJoy, both Dillon, Bros, Burton, Briscoe. They're all a must-win. It'll be interesting to see who Legacy puts in the 42 car at Indy. I would assume it's Barry, but I don't know. So that's all I got. Heartbreak for Reddick, Heartbreak for Truex, but a big win for RFK and Chris Busher. Horrible day for Hendrick. Guys like Bubba Wallace, Ty Gibbs. Decent points days. Guys like Michael McDowell, AJ Allmendinger. They're going to be wondering what well, went wrong thank you for watching everybody like subscribe comment and share more interviews this week podcast this week and next with the nascar cup series they head to the indie road course i'll see you later goodbye